0: Okay. Here it is. Here's another one. It's an experiment. I have had the thought in my head about some future point in the history of life that it could possibly be that uh, content like this might be important (laughs) might be worthwhile the format is loose and freeform and open and off the cuff so to speak and uh, yeah maybe it'll be a style (laughs) maybe it'll be lost forever and useless and worthless (laughs) Uh, except for my own use because I can come back and listen to it. It's, an, it's a personal anthology to document mm, thought processes, thought patterns, ideas. I haven't really spoken too much about my personal, I guess I have, my personal life. a um, thought that I've had lately That has stayed in my mind for a few days more than a few days is that I'm contemplating the awakening process and thinking about my journey through that and what it means and what it you know what it stems from (laughs) and I do have a curiosity about how many people feel as though they go through a similar process from what i gather people in their later years in life i don't know i can't speak this broadly this is my own personal experience from what i gather i can see trends or patterns in people who reach their later years and by later i mean like their 30s (laughs) So not that much later. And uh, they reach a point where they recognize their conditioned mind. Their programming, so to speak. I'm going to use something different than so to speak. I use that a lot. So they recognize something different about the way that they're acting. They may realize that the decisions they're making aren't In line with what they feel inside and you know what drives them to recognize this are there people who recognize that they act in a way that's in alignment with what they feel inside versus you know acting in alignment with what they see as culturally appropriate and by culturally i mean there's like a individ- an individual family culture uh, a community culture a broader national culture state culture um yeah racial culture something along those lines where they can see the trends they can see what the quote-unquote appropriate behavior is within those um, guidelines within those uh constraints uh yeah encapsulated ideologies and so they they know what's appropriate though internally they may feel something different and the conversation goes internally or potentially externally something like this you know I can tell and I can see what is appropriate or what's not going to cause a ruckus or a problem or it's not gonna make people you know wonder or worry or afraid or uh, you know put them in a place where they might want to eliminate you or hurt you fight you silence you you know what things you can clearly identify those things you can clearly identify the behaviors or whatever else that might put you in those places and those places would be uncomfortable and you know that because you've experienced it you've done you know you've you've toyed with the edge of that line a little bit and you you don't like the feeling that you get I'm speaking from, you know, my own personal experience, I guess. (laughs) It's kind of like a kid, a kid learning. And, um, you can watch that process. If you're aware, you can watch it very clearly. You can see a child toy with that line. They want to see what type of reaction comes from a certain behavior speaking in a certain way saying certain words and you know they watch their parent their parents reaction they watch they test it out on other people around them in their own environment and they can they can tell what it does so they learn the power that they have that they hold and they learn that that power might be stifled and they learn where it can be used and how it can be used. And this is the same for any person. And it happens naturally. And over the course of your life, you, you know, layer these ideas or concepts one on top of another. And they build and they become who you are. They become your ego. And so you define these beliefs in your being and your behavior is driven by those beliefs so the thought that's been in my head is that with the experiences i've had i feel as though i have an opportunity a chance to restructure that uh that belief set those ideas and that is a blessing a blessing to look back and say Here is a life that I lived. And I lived in a way where I would assess the world around me. And I remember very distinctly. I don't know if I can remember precise instances, but I can remember very distinctly the feelings that I've had when I was excited or I felt like I was drawn to something i wanted to engage in a certain activity and this is all very broad i can get into like more specific detail about certain things but generally on a higher level i think it's it's well understood that this is probably a common scenario for people and um i do wonder often about people who don't feel this way or don't mm, it's a question of whether they realize that they feel this way or the possibility of them being completely aligned with with how they feel they they engage with what they want to engage with and they don't feel remorse or shame or (laughs) some kind of backlash or you know something contrary to what they feel like they want to do they want to go into a certain field of study and they do it and they go into it and that field of study feels appropriate and is you know encouraged it's um viewed positively culturally societally and so they the person feels really great they feel good. They feel, they feel like, okay, cool. Like, this fits into, you know, how life is. And I feel great. And they don't question too much, like, whether or not what they're doing is right. As opposed to s- someone else, I'll use myself as an example to say, I'm very drawn towards something that has been discouraged and not mm, it's often said that money cannot be made through this this path, this avenue Um, and that's only one aspect of it, not just money money is a large piece of it there's more to it than that it's you know, what does it contribute to society? What does it benefit you as an individual? It's misunderstood. And so it's discouraged. And there's a very distinct um, feeling or vibe that's given off when speaking about this particular field. And i mean it, it's art, art art an artistic field of some kind and you know you could argue that the competition is too strong or that it's a difficult place to enter into and it requires a significant amount of work or whatever the case may be and it doesn't that that's the one i'm talking about for myself and and there are other examples of this so i don't necessarily want to keep it um within that confined within that that area that's just one example so the idea is recognizing recognizing that you're in control so to speak (laughs) there it is again so to speak and you know in the previous um conversations i've mentioned or questioned or discussed the idea of control how much control do you actually have what leads you to this point and we'll set that aside for the time being you a an individual when i say you i mean any individual any person can recognize that the life that they Are leading or have led up until a certain point is one that they felt was out of alignment for them. And maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't, and there was a turning point at some moment when it changed. You know, it felt right up until a certain moment, and then it shifted, and then you know you're led to question was was it this way all along and you know in my mind I would say that yes I I mean I look at the course of events and I know how I felt I know what led me to the point that I'm at now and did I can look back now and say okay that's what those feelings were You didn't want to do that. You didn't like that. That didn't feel right. That didn't, you know, make you excited. And you felt, this is me speaking to myself, you felt like it was necessary to follow a different path, to do something else, to make a choice that went against your inner... uh, innermost desires I suppose to you know fall in line with (laughs) with what you know what was going to make your life better and so you know that belief is, is put into your heart or your mind to say go against go against your innermost desires and that's a that's an interesting line to dance on because what are your innermost desires do they are they harmful i think it's it's something to dig into you can you can say okay there are certain types of um inclinations or desires that you seek out that are, hmm, I don't know if I want to use the word productive. That's the word that's coming to mind. That are helpful in your, in your life. Things that make you feel good, that you know are going to serve you or that are going to put your mind at ease. There are other things that you might want to do that are harmful, that don't necessarily serve you. And so, uh, you know, the 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 water gets a little muddy. You can, how do you distinguish, you know, what is going to harm you or what's going to help you? And if you, I think there's, you know, uh, instant gratification type things that are, easily recognizable as things that would be harmful to you and that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about more long-term ideas to say i am drawn towards doing this and i feel like i need to follow that instinct and to call it an instinct is odd i think because you speak of animal instincts and they do what they do I don't think they know why they do it maybe they do um, but that seems to be the, the separation between animals and people is you know understanding I suppose so you're drawn towards um, you know an art degree for example <laughs> and you go against that impulse because you want to be able to live a comfortable life. You want to live and be able to, you know, what what do you want? <laughs> That's what I ask myself. What What is it doing? What is it providing for you? Stability? I don't know. Because what do you sacrifice for that? What is your inner self saying when you're in those moments? For me, it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't, wasn't happy. I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel like I was doing anything of merit. I don't know if merit's the right direction I want to go. More like something that was feeding my soul. That was what what my mind was was meant to do and it felt it felt discordant it felt um off and i could tell that and so that's what i mean looking back i can see that i know what those feelings are and I could say that I think at times it's appropriate to do what is necessary to handle whatever situation is at hand. You might have to do things like that, and you can recognize that. I think it's important to recognize the difference between doing something out of necessity versus doing something Hmm. Because you feel like it is I mean, what is the difference there? That's where I'm where I'm caught in my mind. Doing something I mean, because what I want to say is doing something because you feel like it's necessary. Knowing that it's necessary and feeling like it's necessary could be differentiated. Because Feeling like it's necessary and knowing that there's a different way to go about something means that you are unwilling to do what it takes to choose that path. Or maybe you feel like it's too difficult. You, you've put yourself in a place where it's become... <laughs> too difficult to, to move in that direction. And so, you know, what is the price that you pay for that? What, what happens to your life? What do you do? You can change it. You can, you totally can. <laughs> you absolutely can. You have to carefully. I mean, for me, it was a careful consideration, careful. um, a meticulous breakdown of individual habits and and um, behaviors that I could say, What are these? How can I pinpoint what I need to do? How can I narrow this down <laughs> to change this and recognizing that it will be difficult, and in that difficulty, there is so much to learn, so much to gain. And learning, in my mind, is is the supreme gain. <laughs> so, a second chance, I guess. Maybe not even a second chance. It's more like, what, what's the difference between a second chance and an opportunity? Because... I feel like calling it a second chance sort of cheapens or somehow takes away from the importance and the, the lessons learned and the, you know, the first, if you want to divide it into sections, like the first section of your life, I guess. And so that's a thought that's been on my mind. And I wonder the feeling that I get from listening to mm, books and reading posts online and in in many, many places in the year 2020, 2021, even prior, the the feeling that I get in me, (laughs) this is what I wonder is is it is it just me or is this seemingly like a a period of awakening for more and more people there are people that suggest that that more and more people are coming to this realization um now more than ever in in the history of life and i don't i don't know about that I would love for that to be the case. I think it would be very interesting. Um, what I wonder is, has this process of making these realizations or having these realizations, has this been taking place from, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. early civilization, early formal civilization or even prior to that you know you reach a certain age you've experienced enough of life and death and culture and society and community and family to see these connection points and to have those questions in your mind you see enough of it to to reach this level at some point in your lifespan and uh, awaken to this reality to say i have a conditioned life and i can change that what does it take to change that it varies it probably varies by quite a lot depending on when you were alive <laughs> what period of human history you were alive and Your specific life situation, your context, it's infinitely varied. So does this realization happen? And I wonder about whether it happens and whether it doesn't happen. You know, what is the difference in the prevalence of this mindset in the world right now? cool <laughs> there it is i feel like i want to sit with it longer i want to leave it leave a gap of silence it's to ponder awesome um yes thank you for listening <laughs> i do feel like i'm doing this mostly i don't know i don't know why i'm doing it honestly i i cycle through various thoughts about it (laughs) is it for me is it for someone else is it for various people that might hear these words and it may mean something to them it might be synchronistic for them um who knows i like doing it it feels good i'll keep doing it for as long as it feels that way to me it's a different media different method to kind of explore thought so sometimes i don't know what to say at the end because uh, of that lack of clarity i guess in in the purpose behind it what i feel like saying is thank you thank you for listening thank you for continuing to live to contribute to the collective life experience I feel you I see you well maybe I don't see you with my eyes (laughs) but your presence is uh, acknowledged is felt you are a person on this planet and your life matters Um, if you do feel like engaging I would love that. That would blow my mind. <laughs> I think that would be so cool. If you do hear this and you do get to this point and you want to, you know, send a message of any kind, anger, love, <laughs> anything, um, you can reach out to me. I think my email's posted. Uh, it is X I V at gmail.com. William, W I L L I A M, J O H N S O N. Let me just make sure that's right. <laughs> yep, J O H N S O N X I V 14, Roman numeral 14 at gmail.com. And I think through Anchor, you can leave voice messages if you would like. And I would love that. That would be amazing i i I don't even i can't even imagine what that would feel like i can't imagine it i would be so excited (laughs) i would love to hear that it would uh be incredible and i'd love to engage back with you okay thank you see you next time